All right, guys, let's get it rolling. Uh, starting off, Kevin's rankings, uh, just as a refresher for everybody, uh, we have Tyler and Miles uh, top the leaderboard, followed by a, I don't know, a Kevin Davis, followed by Cubby at number three, then Mr. Naughton, followed by yours truly, Josh Kerr, then his little brother, of course, you know, right below me, Jake Kerr, um, a surprising Ross Davis, then followed by, no surprise, Drew, Matt, and Smith. Um, I don't know about you guys. few questionable rankings in here. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, to start off, I think Kevin ranking himself above Cubby is pretty ridiculous. Kevin has a worse record and just doesn't win as much as Cubby does. So it's a lot of vaginal hubris going on there to rank himself above Cubby. I mean, like Kevin's team's going off and everything, but – now that my team's healthy, I had a win this past week. Like, maybe Kevin should take an example from my book where I actually, like, predict teams to beat me, and then they don't. Like, I think Kevin's got to cool his Jets. Um, yeah, I can't wait to kick his ass in the playoffs pretty much. I'm right there with you. I, you know, I've been saying it for years now. Kevin Davis just filled to the brim with collusion. Um, I don't know what his fucking deal is. Like, clearly he doesn't know how to draft, not taking Gurley, you know. But beyond that, just – you know, putting himself at number two, bold move. Uh, anybody else feel anything differently about Mr. Davis at number two? Maybe you should get out of the small town of Green Bay and invite himself. Ooh, I like that. I like that, <laughs> the small big town of Green Bay. Um, next issue I actually personally have with this list is he ranked me at five. I went from eight to five, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset about that. That being said, though, I don't think I deserve to be above Jake's team looking at it. It's strong, even though, you know, he's he's got, you know, a few holes here and there. He's just got a strong team and I'm gonna be honest, you know, I got I got a I got a hole or two on my, my wide receiving core that definitely needs to pick it up. Yeah, I was gonna say you're having some I would honestly have Jake over you, Josh. Because you're having a lot of issues looking at it with your flex, at least for this week. Like, you're starting an unproven Adams from Philadelphia. I, I just don't see him panning out. Dude, I'm just trying to keep my projections low. That way I just shit slap Jake. And, <laughs> and if you look at Philip Lindsay, he's so hit or miss. He's either 18 points or he's 9 points and there's no in between. So it is a boomer bust theory, and he is 17th ranked in the PPR standing, but he also hasn't had his buy yet. So he'd be a lot lower down there. So you're having running back two issues as well in my book, which granted, so am I. So I don't know if I could shit talk that. He literally <laughs> just came off his buy, big boy. Yep. But Last week was like 10. that being said, um, I'm fine if he puts up 10. Like, I think that, that that helps my team enough because he's not my, like, he's not my boom guy. Like, if he gets me a 10, I'm good. Other than that, but- though... Go ahead. Here's the thing with Jake, though. He seems to have a couple of boom guys with Tree Kill, with Gordon, and with Odell Beckham. You seem to only have like one, and that's Elliot. So I just, I would have Jake over you, to be honest. Oh, I agree. I mean, I think you're missing out on Kelsey, though, and Wentz. I think those two have big potentials to boom, and you can't say Allen Robinson doesn't have the potential after last week. If we're talking like raw strength of roster. Like, and, like, no records involved, where would you guys put Jake in the league, like, looking at his roster right now? Because I, I have him at number two. Like, if I was looking him. at purely roster. I would have three. I'd go three, probably. 
I don't know. Two's pretty high. Maybe four. I know it's high, but like, look at the options he has. Who would you have him behind, though, Cubby? Tyler. Tyler. I would have him behind Tyler and Kevin. Yeah. No, I think Jake's team is better than Tyler or um, Kevin. Like straight up. Like look at yeah. Uh, I would, look at Jake's I would running back options. They're absurd. That's true. Yeah, Joe Mixon is the 15th ranked running back, and he missed two weeks. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Two and a half, pretty much. He, he got he had a concussion and was taken out of another game. Yeah, looking at his team, honestly, the biggest hole he has is his fucking defense, which, honestly, not the strongest in the league. So I don't love that play, but... I mean, you can get by on weekly ones stuff. Out there. And the, yeah. only, the only defense that's been, like, gold to have all season is the Bears, as I'm sure you know, Josh. Oh, I do know. I'm fucking worried this week, though. Yeah, they play the Vikings, so you might have some issues there. Hey, Bears, Bears been getting a questionable. Fucking love it. Or yep. limited, or whatever it is. Yeah. All right, guys. Anything else we want to discuss on these rankings? Or are we good to move on? I think we're, right. think nope, we're good. Yep. I think we're Miranda's go. got to stop blowing smoke up Kevin's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see after this week how he does. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. All right, let's move on to ad drops. Uh, I took a brief look at this. Not a ton of activity um, besides, fuck you, Ross. You picked up the kicker I wanted. That's the only complaint I have. Dude, my kicker got me zero points last week. I need all the help I can get there. Yeah, hopefully hopefully your uh, kicker from last week's out of the NFL soon. Uh-huh. No kidding. Fucking Auburn grads. No, they actually – did you guys see this? They gave him practice time at Soldier Field. This yeah. Week. Mm-hmm. That's such a fucking – like, cut his ass. That guy doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. It's like, let me, let me hold your hand and fluff your pillow for me and, like, feed you baby formula. Hey, maybe he's, like, unreal in practice. You never know. Yeah. Some guy's got potential. Just maybe looking through the ad and – sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say something totally unproductive, so go ahead. <laughs> Just looking through the ads and drops, I can only see really two people that are worth noting. And the first one is Rashad Penny coming from uh, the waivers to Drew's mm-hmm. team. I'm not sure what Drew's thinking here. Carson's back this week, so his production's going to go back down. I mean, maybe that's good if he gets injured again. Doesn't Drew have Mike Davis, too? He do- um, Let me see. I or... thought that might have been Matt Davis. Let me see. Yeah, he does have actually Matt Davis on it. Yeah, so, like, Drew just got all three of the Seahawks backs, which honestly might be a good call. Give him, like a, give him a few more weeks. Like, maybe mm-hmm. he'll figure yeah. out which one is actually producing. Drew doesn't yeah, have – Rashad Penny's actually supposed to have a huge uptick. Like, Drew doesn't I don't have hate Carson. that pickup. Drew does not own Carson. That Smith still has him on his dumpster fire of a team. Well, what we got, what we got to remember about our, a lot of these teams is, yeah, we're ten weeks into our fantasy football league, which is majority of our regular season, but that's only half of the NFL regular season. So a lot of the teams are finally figuring it out. So that kind of adds to if your player's been consistent or he's been inconsistent, maybe he won't play as much. If he's been consistent doing this, he'll get more of those kind of roles. So we just get more of a defined definition of what players are actually like from now on. That's true. Yeah. You never know. Something, I don't hate it. Something I noticed in the waiver wire also is that Kevin Davis picked up Deck Prescott, and currently looking at his lineup, he's going to be starting him over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I saw that as well, and I thought that was fucking hilarious. One Dude. good week does not make Dak good. 
No. Yeah, but he's also he's also he's got Amari Cooper. He's also playing the Falcons though. The Falcons are really bad. Yeah, good point. But I Amari, mean, Amari still... Cooper's a good addition. It's true. But see, here's the thing. So Dak now is not running the ball. What made him fantasy relevant last year is that he was a running quarterback. This mm-hmm. year he's playing the pocket. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't add up to great fantasy points. I don't like the pickup. I get Rodgers has been a little gimpy, but he's still fucking Aaron Rodgers against Seattle, which just is not the Legion of Boom anymore. No, it's not. I think I think Kevin was trying to possibly move Rodgers. That's fair. I actually don't think I know. You know, because <laughs> he's trying to trade him with you. Yeah. Is there a, retri- a rejected trade in the online thing? If I look at it, so I actually checked that out, and you can only see rejected trades that like like moves you tried to make. Ah. Uh, oh. So yeah, I was kind of bummed by that, but no, Kevin actually gave me a really reasonable deal, which was uh, Kenyon Drake and Aaron Rodgers for Matt Ryan, but. Kenyon Drake would be my fourth back, and Matt Ryan's a better QB with an easy schedule to end out the season. I, I would, so, mm-hmm. I would have taken that to be honest. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fair deal. I just didn't like it. So, other thing that I don't like about Kevin's move right here is he dropped the Bills D. So the Bills actually have allowed fewest yards on both uh, running and receiving or passing, as well as he's got the Lions defense on his team. I mean, I you don't need three defenses, obviously. Looking at strength of schedule, I 100% would have dropped Lions D and absolutely would have kept the the Bills defense just because they're playing in the next three weeks. They're playing Jacksonville, Miami, and the Jets. Like, those are three big-time teams. Or, sorry, they have a bye in Jacksonville, Miami. So, I guess they're on a bye. Still don't know if I would drop them. Who, who do the Lions play week 15 and 16? Uh, let's see. Well, it's got to be divisional, doesn't it? Uh, 15, they got Buffalo, and 16, they got Minnesota. Well, so, Buffalo, he wants at least 15. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love it. I'm just, I just, I made my stance. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Kevin, you want to go over your projected win and losses for the week? We have no other, like, paper wire pickups or anything like that? Uh, we have no. a call here. Let me just look over them. I'll just announce yeah, all just, of them. Yeah, just run, run through. Okay, so the first one, let's see, it was November 14th. Okay, first one was Ross picking up the Cardinals defense and dropping Goodwin. Okay, um, what was, why did you drop Goodwin? Let me just Because he sucks for me, that's why. <laughs> he lost I mean, me the game. He almost lost me the game against Drew, that's why. Because, I, I mean, he's, you... so, he's so boomer bust, and the Cardinals are going to be a one-week plug-and-play because they're playing Oakland this week. And then I could swap in and out the Titans defense and the New England Patriots defense because every other week they're playing just a joke of a team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to start Goodwin with my current roster I have, so might as yeah. well put in a good defense that I have. Yeah, good pick. I was actually going to pick him up, so thanks for taking him. Uh, the next one is Josh picking up Josh Adams from Philadelphia and dropping Patterson from New England. That is a reasonable pick. Here is one that I was a little bit shocked by. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is in the waiver wire, and he was picked up by Drew, and he dropped the Colts' defense. And I pick up for ha- Drew. Drew's got flex yeah. issues. We yeah. talked about that yesterday. It's a good it's a pickup, pick but it also depends on how Fitzmagic is doing that week. It could be very good or very bad. I mean, Drew also has um, Humphreys. 
Yeah, he does. So I guess he's loving that Tampa Bay team. Uh, next I mean, one is – go ahead. They're pass first, so they're yeah. going to have tons of passing attack. I mean, yeah. Defense is a dumpster fire. And if you look at Deshaun Jackson's game log this year, it's – hold on. Game log, it's uh, 29-20, I mean, the guy is good. I'm a little shocked that he was in free agency, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, he's position rate 16. It's a, that's a decent um, it's a decent pickup. Yeah. Uh, next one is the Bengals D and then drop the Chiefs from me. Uh, Cubby, unfortunately, had to drop Cooper Cup, who was out for the year with a torn ACL, mm-hmm. and added Ricky Seals-Jones from Arizona. Not a bad tight end pickup. Kittle's on by. Yeah, I would say he's probably a backup. Tyler picked up Anthony Miller, which might be a pretty big steal uh, if he keeps up his production that he had. And he dropped Carlos Hyde, who I have to say really got the worst end of that deal from Cleveland to Jacksonville. I mean, he's now putting up like 0, 1.1, and 0.5. He's been relegated to like a third string down there. Remember when everyone said that Fournette would be splitting carries and touches? Yeah. Same. Yeah. You, to be fair, though, you also said that. I did, but I, I said you get the majority. I thought he, like, instead of 30 touches a game, he might be, like, looking at, like, 15 to 20. But I'm a, I'm a fan of 30 touches a game. Like, I'm sure more. you are. Yeah. <laughs> more. All right. Keep the one next one is um, the kicker from Dallas getting dro- uh, being added to Ross's team and dropping Cody Parkey. But it's okay. no shock that guy will be out of a job by next Sunday. Uh, the next one is Drew picking up Dante Mischief from uh, Jacksonville for and dropping Jason Myers. That I, – I don't know what to think of that. I mean, that guy – anybody on Jacksonville is very hit or miss. Because if you look, he's kind of like Josh's team. 1.11, 0.6, 19.10, 0.11, 7.5. I mean – He's putting up, like, inconsistent numbers, so maybe start that guy every other week. <laughs> uh, here's one that I don't think is going to pan out, and I think he had an Eric Ebron fluke of a week. Uh, uh, Rodgers from Tampa Bay being added from Le'Veon Bell, and that was Ross picking him up. Ross, why do you pick him up? Because I needed a running back to replace Le'Veon Bell. I have three solid running backs in my roster, so it doesn't really matter. I know we talk about depth, depth being an issue on my fantasy football team, but at the same time, you can only start, what is it, nine players, ten players? Oh, yeah. So if you have nine solid or ten solid players, it doesn't really matter who else is on your team. I mean, he attempted one rush for zero yards this past week, and all his yeah. numbers came from receiving. The pass. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's not good. I'm not going to play him. Yeah. I mean, um, we shouldn't pick Ronald Jones in the eighth round. Yeah, that was that was that was me, bad, Cubby, and we we roasted you for that there. Yeah. Oh, seventh round actually. Cooper Cup was my eighth round pick, which it's okay. was a great pick. Robert yeah. Woods was my eighth round pick. You could have had Robert Woods over Ronald Jones. Just just pointing that out. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay. The next one is Rashad Penny. Uh, we already talked about this, and Adam Humphreys was actually dropped, so he does not have two Tampa Bay wide receivers. Uh, Tyler picked up the Steelers D and dropped the 49ers D. The next one was Kevin picking up Dak and dropping the Bills, like we talked about. 
And then the last one that happened at 4.30, Josh picked up the kicker from Atlanta and dropped Jordan. Round up the waiver wires for this week. Nice. Thanks, Naughton. Uh, I think we're getting to my picks next, if I'm not mistaken. Is yes, that right? we are. Mm-hmm. Let's hear them. All right. Going to give a quick rundown. By the way, you can check out this podcast and the week 11 power rankings and my weekly predictions on the guys that go for 11. By the way, coming off of a 5-0 prediction week, as well as a big win fantasy football for me to move into a tie for first place. Um, first game I covered, potential championship game preview. Who knows? But I take on the Colwins as we battle it out for first place again this year. I actually dropped the first uh, battle for first place I had as Drew and I both squared off at 4-0. Um, I actually don't like my team this week. Uh, Todd Gurley, and James Conner are against the Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs, respectively. And they're just going to run train. Like, I, they're so good. I'm missing George Kittle this week, which is a huge advantage for me against most teams I play against. Um, and I, my matchups aren't that great. The rest of my team is better than Tyler's, but I'm going to prove that in the playoffs. I actually got Tyler beating me this week. Moving to a tie for first place. It's also worth noting that I said that Tyler was a better team than Naughton back in like week five or six. So actually, either way, I kind of win this week. Um, Second game, we've got um, Ryan Naughton against Drew Michael. Um, I think last week was a fluke for Saquon Barkley, and I like Naughton's team better than Drew's. Um, With Sammy Watkins back, that should help Drew's flex, but I still think Drew's got some flex issues. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Naughton can help his 80-year-old fantasy football team that's struggling to use the bathroom get back on track. Um, <laughs> we've got Ross Davis against Ryan Smith, and which I will read word for word, but I wrote for this one because it's short. Smith, you're going to get beef stewed this week. It's not going to be consensual. I know you used to do this, kids like Naughton on the playground all the time, but this week, karma catches up to you. My only advice to you as you go through this traumatic experience is to take in the wonderful view of Ross's rack as he rips ass in your face. <laughs> um, we got Kevin Davis against uh, – or uh, Matt Davis against Kevin Davis. We got two brother wars this week, which I think is kind of entertaining. Uh, this is the worst of them, though, uh, in terms of – well, the fact that they're just paler in complexion and also <laughs> Matt's team is no good. Um they're trying to avoid the sackable for the second straight year. And I got a really nice picture of a 300-pound man in a Speedo uh, on the website. So you can check yeah. that out. Sold up a sign that says, I suck at fantasy football. We'll see if Matt Davis has to actually take a sack of punishments this year. Uh, if he makes it there, because he's on his way. Uh, in a more entertaining matchup, we've got Josh versus Jake, another battle of the brothers. There's a potential, uh, small potential, that Josh actually gets A.J. Green back this week. Um, Travis Kelsey has been a big advantage for Josh all year, but Austin Hooper's been doing really well in the last few weeks. Um, also Kareem's out. Josh still has Tyler Boyd. So that's great. Both Brita and Chubb are on a bye. Both had the two of the biggest weeks last week in fantasy. Um, here's like the thing. I kind of think this is based off of this week in fantasy football. I don't think the Rams chiefs, are going to be like a shootout, like everyone else thinks. And maybe we can talk about this a little bit. But I'm kind of basing my prediction off the fact that that game is actually a little slow and that Mixon is up against the Ravens' defense and Jake has worse matchups. So I actually think that uh, Josh takes it out this week. Anyway, and uh, Kevin beats the big brother, so I got to have the big brother beat the little brother here. 
Um, so yeah, those are my predictions for the week. Uh, I guess initial thoughts for you guys. Take a peek at some of the matchups. Yeah, no, I agree for for one and only reason, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this back to a little bit old school. So the reason, and I think you're wrong wrong on the Kevin Davis Matt Davis thing, and I'm gonna tell you here's why. So the big brother, no matter what, knows how to beat the shit out of the little brother. <laughs> so like any day of the week, I can beat the shit out of Jake. Any day of the week, I believe Matt can beat the shit out of Kevin. Any day of the week, Ross, I believe that your brother can just kick the shit out of you. Now, that does reverse a little bit. Cubby, I think your little sister can kick the shit out of you. But <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I think the big brothers fucking take it to town this week and end up victorious. Big stretch there for Matt. Fucking hope he doesn't fuck me there. But other than that, I think the, the predictions are spot on. Yeah, Josh, I'm going to disagree with you 100%. I think that's fair. I think if you look at it, there are three definite wins this week. It's me over Smith, Kevin over Matt, and Jake over Josh. I know we were talking about how good Jake's team is, but have you seen Josh's team the last few weeks? He put up 157 last week. Yeah. yeah, but inconsistency is the key word but with Josh's if you, team. If what do you, you mean look, I'm 120, 120, 150? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. But if you look at Jake's team for to Josh's team, who you, if, are you going to take Patrick Mahomes or Carson Wentz? You're taking Patrick Mahomes. Are you going to take Melvin Gordon or Ezekiel Elliott? You're taking Melvin Gordon. Are you oh, taking I'm taking Joe? Melvin Gordon, but I'm taking Zeke this week. But, okay, let me finish. Are you taking Joe Mixon or Philip Lindsay? You're taking Joe Mixon. Hale over Robinson and Schuster over Boyd. The only positions that Josh actually wins are tight end, and Jake saws the eighth rate tight end, and then Josh's or Jake's flex is Odell Beckham Jr., while Josh's flex is Josh Adams. So I don't think that's close. And then look at Kevin and Matt's teams; they're also not even close. Yeah, no, I've got Kevin pounding Matt. Kevin right now is a thirty-five point favorite over Matt. Yeah, I think Matt's kind of given up. I don't think he's – I'm just letting you know, Matt's going to pin Kevin down and give him a big old loogie right in the face. <laughs> Which can, big I, can, I, can I bet on the spread? Can we get like a sports book going next? Because I'll take the as, spread in that one. As much as I would love to see <laughs> Kevin take a loogie in his face because I hate Kevin, it's probably not going to happen. Never know. You, you never say you hate fucking Kevin, know. but I mean, we're going to buy each other beers on Wednesday, so – <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually hate Kevin. I just hope he loses every game in fantasy football. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. I hope he loses the rest of the games this season, to be honest. And I think I, cool. I don't think anyone will face Kevin in the playoffs, so same. And I also think Naughton and Drew's matchup is a lot more intriguing than we're giving it benefit for. Oh, so I actually made note of this. That matchup has huge playoff implications because as uh, Jake informed me, um, who Jake owns the tiebreaker over Naughton and Drew. So the loser of that matchup kind of gets in the red zone in terms of making the playoffs with two weeks left. Especially if um, Naughton is, because Naughton's at 5-5 five and five now. Mm-hmm. Not in your, you know, Naughton's 6-4. Oh, is, is, are both of them 6-4? Yeah, both of them are 6-4. So both of yeah. them are 6-4. Whichever one drops to 6-5 and five is, you know, they, they got to at least worry. Because if Jake wins out, that's he owns the tiebreaker. Hey, Josh, did you see the group me? Uh, probably not. You should uh, open it up. But, yeah, um, I, it's got big playoff implications. Oh, yeah, I got it. Because, I mean, if you lose this week, 
company, you're still going to be ahead of me. But if you beat Tyler this week and I win, I'm going to be the one in the bye position now. So just think about that right now. Oh, I mean, I want to like, win. I just think Tyler's team yeah. is better this week. I think it's close. But... I, mean, I mean, it's we'll see by the end of this playoff. This is a huge week. And so is next week and so is week 13. Right play Ryan Smith. And it's going to be wonderful. Here's the thing. One of you guys is going to have to lose. I think it'd be funny if it was fucking Ross this week. But, I mean, who, who knows? I, I just – I don't think that we have a completely defeated team. Yeah, but, again, go. look at Smith's team compared to my team. He's starting a bye player right now. Just, uh, Ooh, just Sure. Uh... So, he'll replace <laughs> Tom Brady with Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, that's a good start. Yep. But right now, I'm a fault. His running backs are questionable. His hey, here's here's my thing is, you know what? Every week, Cubby bases his predictions based on like matchup, and you're 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 doing the same thing, you know? Like you're basing on matchup. I think every once in a while, there's a fluke, and you know, fun fact is a fluke is the most common fish in the sea, guys. So we're looking for one right now. We're going fishing. <laughs> I would, I think I would quit I love it. if I lost I love to Smith it. this week. <laughs> I mean, you'd be doing one thing, that's for sure. I'd be singing "I'm a Barbie Girl." As <laughs> I'm a Barbie Girl. If you want to start warming up, you can now. I'll yeah. Anyways. All right, moving on. I got two questions for us. All right, actually, the first one's more of a statement because we got them from the submitted or from them like submitted online. Um, if you, when you guys are listening to this, please submit questions online because I think they're going to be hilarious. Um, first off, Mr. Non, you have to pronounce Sony Michael. Uh, it's Sony Michelle. I know. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, I know. I said it wrong last night, and I, I like caught myself a couple times, and I'm like, it's Sony Michelle. I should know that. My bad. <laughs> All good. All right. And then um, we got like a real question. So get ready, guys. Turn your thinking caps on. Uh, do you think James Conner's pro- production? Will decrease following his possible concussion and lack of competition with Bell not resigning. No. Oh. I'm, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's more film on him. So, from that standpoint, they might start to game plan more. And a lot of teams he'll play for the rest of the year have already seen him one time. So, maybe his production will fall, but I can't see him going from a top three running back in the league to a terrible running back by any means. I don't think anyone has gone into a week against the Steelers and been like, all right, guys, we're going to prep with Davion Bell. No, no, no. I'm I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying there's there's more film on him, so there'll be that standpoint. But James Conner is obviously a beast. He's proven to be a beast. I'm going to take the the, uh, other approach and say that he's more – like the weather's getting colder – uh, running it in between tackles, like the Steelers' O line is great. I mean, um, I, Villanueva is going to be a Pro Bowler uh, for their left tackle, and they got other pieces on the line that are doing really well this year. So I think the O line was actually pretty justified in saying that they did way more for Davion Bell than what Bell gave him credit for. Well, here's the thing this week, and this is the thing that he says beginning of the question, the concussion part. I mean, he did practice today, and he did say he felt good, but it still doesn't mean that he's going to be able to play on Sunday. And he does play Jacksonville, which is looking very scary for Cubby right now since Jacksonville gave up a lot of rushing yards last week. It's not, it's not true. 
Jackson would go. Not true. No, no, but they, yards. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. They gave passing yards. They didn't give rushing yards. Yeah. I mean, their their run defense is not good. Yeah, just the it's not Saxonville anymore. It's back to mid 2000s Jacksonville. Yeah. So, bigger question here then though is if Connor can't go, okay, which I think he's going to go. He had a long. He played last Thursday. So he had a long like recovery. He's going to be fine. But if he can't go. Tyler's kind of thin. Like, he doesn't have anybody who's, like, a, you know, production level, obviously, of, of Connor. But there's nobody, like, great there. Do we think that Cubby might pull this one out if Connor can't go? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any – in order to practice, I'm pretty sure you have to pass concussion protocol. So, uh, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a way James Connor doesn't play this week. Here's another thing that I just noticed, and Tyler is currently starting a player that is out. So he's also running a little thin on wide receivers. He has Randall Cobb in right now, who did not travel with the team today, so he is out. So with him being out and Connors in concussion protocol, do you think Cubby might be able to pull this one out? I personally i i don't know it's just if if connor doesn't start i win yeah i'd agree yeah. to that but tyler still has i don't think cobb's a big loss tyler still has todd Gurley. yeah i know but I'll yeah Camara but it, and Leonard yeah that's true one player doesn't make an entire team let's remember that i beat tyler twice this year and ross you already beat him once this year so yes, because Shiva smiled upon me for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> smiled upon, Shiva's been smiling upon me for two games this year against Tyler. All that karma about him trash-talking me in the uh, group chat finally caught up. So, Honestly, if we had a guest on here, I think Tyler might have some fire trash talk. So. Yeah, we should get him in here. Yeah. Next week, Tyler Cohen coming at you guys or live. Or even get a Miles appearance since you know he never yeah. appears anywhere else. Yeah, Miles. Miles would be I want fucking Miles. I don't want Tyler. I want fucking Miles. We're, we all know he's the mind behind this. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to hot takes. Uh, who wants to go first? I, I think we all got some pretty good ones ready to go. I want to go first because this guy's vaginal hubris is unreal. I have a statement to make, and he's going to lose his mind in the group meeting. He's going to make some paragraph trying to prove me wrong, but we're going to say it anyways. <laughs> Kevin Davis is not that good at fantasy football. Yes, I know his name's on the trophy. And yes, I know his team looks good right now. The only time, other than last year, that Kevin Davis has ever been good at fantasy football is when someone else is stupid and lets him be good. And by that, I mean the year that he won the trophy, he trade-rates me because I was new to fantasy football and didn't know what was going on. Other than that, he's finished Next to last in 2015. Next to last with the worst record of the league in 2016. Second and winning the championship. So, yes, I know either half the time he's in the championship game or half the time he's in the Sacco Bowl. So that means with law of averages, he is average at fantasy football. This year, the only reason why his team looks somewhat good is because Drew Michael's a moron and traded on White Lightning for nothing, and he traded with Smith. Other than that, Kevin Davis would have nobody on this team. <clears throat> Look at his draft. His draft that he talked so much shit about had David Johnson, Devontae Adams, Gronk, and Royce Freeman in the first four rounds. 
Three of those first four round picks are bad picks. Freeman's in the waiver wire right now. He's one of the top players. He's not even on his team anymore. He's and then, on no one's team. And then after that, he went Crowell, Burkhead, and Aaron Rodgers. That's just a terrible first eight rounds in the fantasy football draft. That's an absolutely awful draft. So he talks all this smack about knowing all this stuff and being so good, and every draft day he shows up and shits the bed. That's my hot take. Anybody? Fair enough. Who wants to follow that one up? I I, I don't can. hate it. You know what? I'll follow up unless you want to. None. I can because my hot take is also about a Mr. Kevin Davis. Uh, it's actually more towards Kevin Davis and Jake Kerr. Everybody's hot on your team right now, both of you guys. You guys are on the upswing. upswing. But me and Drew have known that since the beginning of the year, that eventually it runs out. And I both believe both your teams are going to run out of your steam, and I don't think you're going to go too far in the playoffs, especially you, Kevin. Jake might make it, if he even makes it to the playoffs, will do well. But, Kevin, I don't think your team's as good also. All right, then. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> um, just just going to throw that in there. Uh, I'm going to run right into my, my hot take. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think Drew wakes up three out of four days a week, and he feels dangerous. I feel like he's <laughs> just a dangerous guy, and I don't know what it is, but any day of the week, you know, if you're looking at his fantasy team, if you're looking at him in real life, this guy's he's just danger zone nine times out of ten. So that's my hot take of the week. All right. Uh, my hot take is going to be Matt Davis. Matt Davis. Ooh. A few weeks ago, you made some brilliant moves to bring your team back to the surface. You got Sony Michelle. John Brown was going off. You had Marvin Jones Jr. Um, you picked up some decent tight ends. What the fuck are you doing now, man? Maybe you should spend less time worrying about the website and more time worrying about your lineup. Because looking at it this past week, it's an utter dumpster fire. You put up 80 points and barely had any points left on your bench. Despite buys, I'll give you this, from Demarius Thomas and John Brown, you should never, ever start Golden Tate again. Marvin Jones Jr. has already put up more than half the points he will the rest of the season within two games that he already had. T.Y. Hilton is bad. And I don't know where you're going this, this year besides the Sacco Bowl against Ryan Smith. So, fix your team. Try not to win the Sacco again. Don't embarrass yourself. That's my outtake. 